You are listening to the Best in Wealth Podcast, episode number 209. This is the Best in Wealth Podcast, a show for successful family stewards who want real answers about wealth and investing so we can feel secure about our family's future. At the Best in Wealth Podcast, we think differently about wealth and investing and you should too. Well, hello everyone. My name is Scott Wellens and I'm your host of the Best in Wealth Podcast. This is a show dedicated to helping real people, that is you, my friend, build real wealth so together we can take family stewardship to the next level. I am a fiduciary, a fee-only certified financial planner, an educator, and a wealth advisor. It is great to be with you today, and today's episode is the four steps to understanding Medicare. Now, do not turn off this episode, because I'm telling you right now, it applies to everyone listening, and I'll explain that in just a little bit. It is time for open enrollment for just about every insurance for your employers. If you're on the marketplace insurance or Medicare, all of it. So be sure and sign up before your deadline. And it's not easy either. Employers offering multiple different plans. I mean, which one is best for me? Which one is best for my family? I'm the family steward, and I need to make these choices. Marketplace sometimes has up to a 100 or more plans for you to choose from, depending on what part of the country you live in, and Medicare, and all of those options. Even my daughter called me this morning. She got married a month or so ago, and she had to finally enroll in her own insurance. And she called me this morning out of state, sick, needing to go to the doctor and said, dad, help me understand. Let's get to the topic of the day. All right, here we go. The four steps to understanding Medicare. If you're confused, trust me, you're not alone. This episode is for everyone. First, if you're planning for retirement, If you're not 65 yet, if you're not on Medicare, this episode is for you. Why? Because how in the world can you plan for financial freedom if you don't understand Medicare and all of the costs? At Fortress Planning Group, the registered investment advisory, fee-only, certified financial planning firm that I started Over 10 years ago, we take Medicare very seriously. We take it so serious that we make sure we have models within our retirement program that are updating all of these Medicare numbers every year. Because for the most part, Medicare has been going up each and every year at a much higher rate than average inflation. You need to have proper Medicare within your plan. You could be on Medicare for 30 years, but it's not just for those planning for retirement. This podcast is for those that are getting close to enrolling in Medicare so you can understand the process and the costs. And lastly, it's for those who are currently on Medicare because do you really understand the plan that you have and do you need 
to reevaluate. And if you're close to retirement, you're most likely getting mailer after mailer after mailer to enroll in Medicare Advantage plans or supplement plans. And people want to pick these plans out first, but it's like putting the cart before the horse. Let's slow down and look at the big picture first. We need to understand the basics of original Medicare, like Part A and Part B and Part D. So in this episode, I'm going to go over four steps. First, what is Medicare? Second, what does Medicare cost? Third, what does Medicare cover? And fourth, understanding supplemental coverages. So let's dive in. What is Medicare? We'll think of it as part A, part B, as in boy, and part D, as in dog. Part A is your hospital coverage. This coverage pays for your room and board in the hospital or in a skilled nursing facility for a set number of days. Do not confuse this with elderly care or memory care or full-time assisted living or a nursing home. Medicare does not cover that. Part B is your outpatient coverage. This includes Pretty much everything else, doctor visits, equipment, lab work, surgeries, durable medical equipment, diagnostic tests, and the list goes on. That's part B. And part D is your drug coverage. You are eligible for these three parts of Medicare on the first day of the month in which you turn 65 or potentially earlier if you have qualified for Medicare due to a disability. People ask, when should they enroll in Medicare? Well, you should enroll in Medicare about three months before you turn 65. Now, if you are still working and are covered under your employer, you do not need to sign up for Medicare quite yet. You can apply for a waiver once you are fully retired, and then sign up for Medicare. But if you are 65 and do not sign up for Medicare and are not part of another insurance plan, you might be subject to a penalty once you do enroll. Now, don't be confused here. I talked about enrolling, and we're talking about three parts here. Part A, the hospital insurance automatic enrollment. Doesn't matter if you're still working for an employer or not, you're automatically enrolled in Part A at 65. It may not mean anything because if you're still working for an employer, that coverage will supersede that Part A. What I'm referring to enrolling in is Part B and Part D. Now that we have that straight, think of Medicare as Part A, hospital, Part B, outpatient, everything else and Part D, drug coverage. And now that we understand these three parts, this is the guts of Medicare. This is Medicare. Okay, Scott, if this is Medicare, let's move to step two. What in the world does Medicare cost? Let's start with Part A, that hospital coverage. Part A is free. Part A does not cost you any money. Like I said, you're automatically enrolled. Part A has no premium attached to it. Part B, on the other hand, the everything else, besides hospital and besides drugs, of course, does have a cost to it. 
in 2023, that cost will be $164.90 per month for most people. If you are a higher income earner, that $164 a month, you may have to pay more, maybe $238, maybe $340 a month, or $544, or the highest tier, $578 plus dollars per month for someone who makes $500,000 or a married couple who earns over $750,000. And you might be asking me, what are you talking about, Scott? I'm retired now. I'm not making any money. Oh, whoa, that's I wish was the truth, but it's not. You still have all kinds of income sources if you've been properly preparing for retirement. If you have a large brokerage account, All of those qualified dividends, unqualified dividends, capital gains, those all count towards your adjusted gross income. And every dollar that comes out of your IRA counts towards your adjusted gross income. And once you start needing to take required minimum distributions at age 72, and if you have a really large IRA, 401k, deferred money, That might put you into much higher Part B premiums. This premium comes directly out of your Social Security check once a month, unless, of course, you're delaying Social Security. Then Medicare will bill you on a quarterly basis. And then there's Part D, the drug coverage. With drug coverage, there's many different offerings, but the national average is around $34 a month in 2022. And again, you'll pay more on income and these premiums vary per state. So if we back up, we have our hospital insurance, no premium. We have our everything else, doctor visits, et cetera, $164.90 a month, $164.90 a month, all the way up to potentially $578 a month. And that's each. If you're married, you're each paying that amount. You each need to be covered. And then finally, drug coverage, add on another $34 plus for that. So if we start averaging things out in 2022, if you are making less than about $170,000, you'll fall into that $164 a month times two if you're married and another, let's just say $34 a month times two for drug coverage, that's about, if we add up, if you're married, about $400 a month. Now what, for about $400 a month, what does Medicare cover? This is step number three. We need to understand what we're getting covered for the amount that we're paying. Well, Medicare covers most of your healthcare costs, but you are still responsible for your share. This includes things like deductibles, coinsurance, and co-pays, just like insurance that you have right now through your employer or through the marketplace. Part A pays you for your first 60 days in the hospital. Your share of that cost is a hospital deductible, which will be $1,556 in 2022. I don't know what those 2023 numbers are. I didn't look that up, but think about that. If you're in the hospital for 60 days, it's costing you $1,556 in total for that hospital stay. There might be other expenses. After 60 consecutive days in the hospital, 
Medicare pays a diminishing share of your benefits. You begin to pay a larger share in the form of a hospital copay. And this can be hundreds of dollars per day. This is one of the big reasons why in step four, we're going to talk about supplemental coverage. We need to protect you from those expenses on Part A services. So more to come on that. But you certainly don't want to blow up your plan, your retirement plan, because you weren't insured properly, because you didn't know that Part A, if you're going to stay in the hospital for a long time, it's going to cost you a lot of money. There's so many rules that I could talk about and the consecutive 60 days, et cetera. But my main point is, that I wanted to get across is that part A is nice to have and that a premium does not cost you anything, but there could be a lot of expense if you're in the hospital for a long time. Part B pays for all of your outpatient care. This includes services like doctor visits, lab work, image tests, surgeries, even things like chemotherapy, radiation, and dialysis. So after a small deductible, that you pay once per year. And in 2022, it was $233. Part B will cover 80% of these services to you. So you are always in charge of 20% of the services and there's no cap. But this can be still a lot of money for some of those bigger ticket items like surgeries or cancer. And finally, Part D helps you pay for those retail prescription medications. These are medications that you pick up yourself at the local pharmacy or via some plan's mail order, but it doesn't cover everything either. So let's review. Part A is your hospital. No premium, but does not cover you completely. There's a lot of holes in that coverage that we want to talk about in step four. Part B, outpatient services, doctor visits, emergency care, medical equipment, small deductible but you pay 20% of all of the expenses. And then part D, drug prescriptions. 35-ish dollars a month, but does not cover everything. And there are things like donut holes and things like that that can make your prescription drug plan cost a lot. So that leads me to step four. And even before I get to step four, this, my friends, is original Medicare. And I say that because step four now, we need to understand supplemental coverages. We've outlined what Medicare pays for and what your share is, even though we could have gone a lot deeper in your share, just knowing that it's going to cost you a bunch of bucks. So I think we've discovered that some sort of supplemental insurance is necessary for every individual. And these are the things that fill up your mailbox as you get close to 65 because many, many insurance companies offer different plans, different supplemental plans. And what do I mean by a supplemental plan? Well, think on a very high level that Medicare, and if you're married and making under $170,000 a year-ish at $400 a month, it's covering about 80% of your health care. You're in charge of the other 20%, and you're really in charge for a lot if you end up in the hospital for a long, long time or end up with some very serious illness like cancer that could cost, treatment could cost 
I don't even know, a couple hundred thousand dollars. 20% of that's 40 grand. So again, most of what's filling up your mailbox, supplemental insurance plans. Supplemental insurance plans will add layers of insurance on top of part A and on top of part B and on top of part D so you can protect yourself and spread more risk or hand more risk to the insurance company so they take on more risk so that you don't end up screwing up your retirement. So once you decide, hey, I need a little extra insurance, you need to decide between two main types of coverage that I'm about to talk about. So once you decide whether you want insurance from the first group or the second group, you can toss out all those mailers from the group that you didn't decide. The first group or the first type of supplement is called a Medigap plan or called a Medicare supplement. Medigap plans pay after Medicare. They pay for things that you that are normally your share. For example, all Medigap plans cover the 20% that we mentioned above. So Medicare will pay 80% and your Medigap plan will then pay the other 20% of your Part B outpatient expenses. That's good news. Some Medigap plans also cover your Part A and Part B deductibles. You can choose your own Part D drug plan to go alongside these coverages. So Medigap plan, or some people call them Medicare supplements, pay after Medicare, cover that other 20%. These plans generally cost more. However, Medigap plans allow you the freedom of choice in your medical care. You can see any physician or any healthcare provider that participates in Medicare. So nearly a million providers across the nation. These plans, as I mentioned, cost more than the second group I'm about to talk about, but they give you more freedom in choosing your providers. When I did a quick search using my zip code in Wisconsin and looking at a large insurance company, I saw two Medigap, or other words, supplement, Medicare supplement plans offered. One cost was $96 a month. The other one was $142 a month. So that's in addition to your approximately, if you're married, $400 a month or $200 a month if you're single. Now you will pay an additional $96 or $142 a month. So if you want the best possible plan, I'll round up to $150 and you're married, that's $150 each. On top of the $200 each, you're at about $350 each or $700 a month in Medicare costs. But now you have Part A, Part B, Part D, and a Medigap plan to cover those holes, or how some people call it, Medicare supplements. So for those of you that are not retired yet, and you thought Medicare was free, guess again, it's not. And if you're working, if you're a do-it-yourself planner, and you got everything plugged into a spreadsheet, and you're inflating costs up, you need a good inflation adjuster, because this stuff, healthcare, is going up at a fast pace. All right, I need to 
finish up here real quickly, but we do have the second group. The second group of a supplement is called Medicare Advantage plans. These are also called Part C. And understanding Medicare Advantage plans, so to back up, you would either get a Medicare Advantage plan or a Part C plan or the Medigap plan, not both. And understanding Medicare Advantage plans can be confusing because the Medicare Advantage program is called Part C of Medicare. But Medicare Advantage plans pay instead of Medicare. These plans are completely optional, as are the Medigap, and were created to give low-cost alternatives to Medigap. Advantage plans are private insurance plans with their own local network of providers. They generally have an HMO or a PPO style plan. And when you join an Advantage plan, you see the providers, a set provider group or network in order to get the lowest pays. So you're going to make co-pays at doctor visits, hospital stays, and Medicare Advantage plans generally have lower premiums than Medigap plans. That's because you agree to share in the costs by paying co-pays for services as you obtain them. Whereas with Medigap, you often will have no copay depending on the plan that you choose. And remember, most Medicare Advantage plans also include a rolled-in Part D drug benefit. Depending on whether that rolled-in benefit includes the specific medications you need, this can be a benefit or I guess it could be a hindrance. But now, if I'm choosing a Medicare Advantage plan, or as some people call Part C, the premiums are much lower. When I looked at that same large insurance carrier using my zip code, I saw plans for $45 a month, $27 a month, and $0 a month. How can somebody offer a plan at $0 a month Well, it's because the government is paying these insurance companies to administer Medicare on their behalf. They still have to have all the same perks as Part A and Part B, but then they're offering other perks as well. You just need to use their network of providers. That's why you can get a zero premium plan. And if there's a drug plan that goes with this zero premium plan, now you don't have to pay that extra $35-ish a month to go get your own Part D plan. Now, as a married couple, you may instead be each paying $165 a month next year, but not have any additional costs, except for a Medicare Advantage plan is not paying for everything. We already mentioned the co-pays, the deductibles, some coinsurance. But these Medicare Advantage plans, also called Part C, can be very advantageous for someone on a very limited income. So this is why for a lot of individuals, having an insurance specialist, an advisor, a financial advisor that knows a lot about Medicare, it's best to have somebody on your side that you can trust to help you make your best decision. Well, I hope after this podcast, you first discovered that Medicare planning is for everyone. Whether you're about to be on Medicare, whether you're on Medicare, or whether you're planning for retirement to someday be on Medicare. Also, 
I'm hoping that now everybody on this podcast listening is discovering that Medicare is no longer a mystery. We now know what Part A is, our hospital insurance. We know what Part B is, our doctor visits, ambulance, etc. We know that Part D is our prescription plan. We also know that Part A doesn't cost us anything. Part B is very expensive, and Part D is about $35 a month. But we also understand that we all need some sort of a supplemental plan. Whether that is a Medigap plan, also called Medicare Supplements, or a Medicare Advantage plan, also called Part C, we all need insurance. We all need to make sure that we are protected. Because what good is planning for retirement when we don't know the costs or what we're going to get for Medicare? Health insurance maybe your singest your single biggest expense in retirement so we can't ignore it we can't let it be a mystery and retire and then figure it out we need to know what our costs are now so we can plan for it and when we're doing retirement at fortress planning group we set all of our goals up in different modules so your basic living expense i may inflate up by three and a half percent per year but for medical expenses, for Medicare, we might inflate up by double. Because when we're planning for retirement, we know that inflation, especially this year, is a huge thing. So make sure you're doing your pro- your proper planning, and I'll see you guys all on the flip side. Bye-bye, everyone. The Best in Wealth Podcast is hosted by Scott Wellens. Scott Wellens is the principal at Fortress Planning Group. Fortress Planning Group is a registered investment advisory firm regulated by Securities Act of Wisconsin in accordance with compliance with securities laws and regulations. Fortress Planning Group does not render or offer or personalized investment or tax advice through the Best in Wealth Podcast. The information provided is for informational purposes only. It does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice.